Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Crockett, and welcome to my podcast, Courageous Destiny, Build a Business and Life You Love. And today I have a very special guest, a very deliciously special guest, Annette Lisitra from Passionate Palette. And it's passion, passionate as in passion Annette, because she is passionate about the things that we put on our plate. She is a she specializes in um, plant-based cooking. And also she is a wellness coach and helps people to put together really amazing, nutritious meals, get us in the best shape of our lives and feel great. Annette, welcome to my show. How are you today? Yes. Thank you so much for doing this, Kristen. I'm just so excited to be on here. I'm good. How are you? I am fabulous. I am fabulous. I get to do one of my favorite things, which is have a courageous conversation about veggies and fruit today. Yeah. <laughs> and the best yeah. how. So I know for myself, you know, I know for myself, I, I actually ate plant-based for a few years and I felt fantastic, you know, until I didn't. And I knew that there was a certain amount of, um, there was a certain amount of experiment that went into the food. And I would love for you to share with us why plant-based and how you got into this and why you do what you do. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. I really started this journey back in it's about 10 years ago for me. So like uh, 2014, I was actually working in large food companies and I got a chance to see what went into the food system. I was working in corporate finance within large food companies, and I got a chance to do some costing. When I got it, when we reformulated a lot of the different products and everything, we, I was seeing that every single day. We costed out the different products, and a lot of times people think that their food is the same so um, as it was. 20 years ago. And it is so, so very different because every single, it's like every day, every year, um, we were changing up the formulations of the different food-like items, I'll say, because not a lot of them are food, actually. It's a lot of food-like items. So with all of that said, I got to- Food-like oh, items. Yeah. Food-like items. That sounds delicious. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> Doesn't that sound yummy? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it is something that will start off almost, you know, will start off in its whole real form. And then it goes through a manufacturing process and comes out looking like a food, but it's not necessarily a whole real food any longer. And I always like to look at it at like use example as an example would be like lunch meat. So lunch meat will go in as using the animal. Yeah, I know it's kind of gross, but using the, you know, the animal based protein, the animal protein, and then it goes through a process to have to be manufactured to look a certain way. And there's a lot of different preservatives and chemicals that are added into there so that at the end of the process, it looks like it, you know, obviously it looks like a, a kind of a round something or other that goes into your deli meat case. And so when it goes to the store, it's easily to be sliced, et cetera, but it's, it comes out like a, a food like item. It goes in as a, almost like a food item, if you will. So it's just the whole real, um, it's animal pieces. And then it goes through a whole process and then it comes out looking like, um, 
that, just like it would be in the store. And it's not necessarily a whole real food anymore because of all the preservatives and the chemicals that they have to put into it. But that's just as an example. I mean, it's the other things is if you're eating a Twinkie or something like that too, there's nothing really real about that. It's a lot of just chemicals and things that go through a process to make it really tasty. Yes. But it's like, a, it's a food like item. It's not whole real food. It's not, it's not in its whole real plant form. Um, so I worked there, got a chance to see all of that. And I was at first it attracted me to work at a food company, loved, you know, eating. And I'm like, this is why I wanted to work here because I love food. But then at a certain point in time too, I just found that I really wasn't aligned with my mission. I wasn't doing what I really wanted to do and that the food was definitely not very healthy, unfortunately. So I just couldn't stand behind the products any longer. And I also was getting sick. I fast kind of fast forward. I've had, I had a lot of digestive health issues, a lot of skin issues, really low energy too. That was probably my biggest one that finally kicked me in the butt to say, okay, you need to go figure out like what's going on. So um, that's what led me into, I was, I was in and out of the medical model for the allopathic medical model for a good 20 years. I was also suffering with a lot of infections and I'll just mention it. They were urinary tract infections and that really hurt. Um, it just, obviously it was very painful and it was 20 plus years worth of that. So I'm like, there's gotta be something else that's going on here. Cause my digestion's just a mess. My skin wow. was, yeah, not looking good. I had um, some skin issues. So melasma, if anybody is, has ever heard of melasma or rosacea, cystic acne, a lot of things happening with my skin. So I'm like, there's gotta be a connection with all of these. And through the allopathic medical model, ended up kind of going through a revolving door because they basically just kept throwing me antibiotics and telling me that, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, my blood works fine, but you know, maybe there's, maybe there's a little bit of a higher level of bacteria, but that's about it in my body. And I'm like, well, okay, clearly these antibiotics are not working and they're just messing up my gut even more. Um, but I found that out at a certain point in time, I just got really, really sick and I was like, I've got to figure something out here. So I'm going to go kind of more natural. I'm just going to look into some things. And then I found somebody, um, she was a functional medicine doctor, which was great because it was more, she was more holistic, more natural. And she said, let's do some deeper dive testing on you and see what's going on. I'm like, nobody's ever done this before. No one's ever even mentioned to do like functional blood work or a food sensitivity test for me. And that clearly opened up my eyes so much because that told a huge story that nobody in the medical model could ever tell me. They just, they didn't know. And so they never did that deep dive testing on me. Then I found out I had a lot of uh, di digestive issues related to gluten. And oh, yes. that was, yep. So that's what led me into doing this and finding my, my path um, outside of, of the medical model into more natural and, and functional um, medicine and really seeing how my body started to shift as we started to change what went on my plate and what I started eating. So that's why I, I decided to leave the corporate world and then also walked into health coaching school because I saw my body changing. And then I also walked into culinary school. So that's amazing. You know, one of the things I want to make sure, you know, the listeners here is that 
so often, at least this was the case for me when I wanted to, I always thought of my health, like my weight, like I always correlated the two. And so I never thought about things like, you know, early twenties, thirties. I never thought about things like energy. You know, I thought about how does it impact me? You know, how does it impact my looks? How does it impact the way my skin is? That kind of thing. And one of the things that when I went to clean eating, you know, I'll just say clean eating, you know, so I got rid of processed food from my diet, no gluten, um, no, no processed sugar treats, no granola bars, you know, like I got rid of all of that stuff. And within a month, there's certain things that had shifted in me as well that I didn't even know were a problem. Um, One of the things was uh, joint pain. Okay. So my joints, actually, I was like, what the heck? I can move more freely now. I'm not in so much pain. Sure, I dropped some some pounds, but, you know, my joints felt better. My vision was better. And my ears, I never even realized how much my ears had like a chronic pain to them. And that was gone. You know, so it the way that we eat and the food that we put into our body, you know, is really, you know, we often look at what we're giving up and we're thinking about flavor and we're thinking about social and we're thinking about things like that, but we're not thinking about, but I am living with chronic pain, (laughs) you know, or I'm living in a chronic state of fatigue, I think is another big one for me you know, always having to have that afternoon nap. And I think what's so important about what you do and what you're introducing people, you're not just introducing, you know, different, and I know you do some wonderful cleanses, which I'm going to want you to share about, but you're also, when you look at your page and the different things that you make, they're like works of art. They're beautiful. It's like an honor to eat them. It's not like, you're, you're introducing us to, you know, okay, I want you to give up all, you know, I want you to give up your pizza or all these different things, right? You're, you're saying this is a real option. You can actually eat beauty, (laughs) Yeah, you know, to make it maybe a little poetic, but when I see what you create on the plate and you guys all have to look up Annette Lysitra from Passion Palette, because you'll see exactly what I mean. It's just these absolutely gorgeous, you know, gorgeous different displays of food. And it's like that food and health and nutrition is a celebration. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you said that. Thank you so much because you sure. touched on such a, an amazing and important piece is, you know, to me, I heard what I hear a lot is restriction and it's not about restricting ourselves. And the key is when I, here's, here's something I like to think about is dietary restrictions. I just want to kind of go back to a little bit of what you had mentioned. It's not like we have to think about, we're not going to eat any, we're just going to have like celery and carrots and like, that's it. And it's going to be bland and whatever. (laughs) That's, That's so not the way I look at it. It's like, well, we have such beautiful, vibrant, colorful foods that are just so flavorful that our taste buds really have gotten hijacked over the years. And by 
really large food companies. And I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that, you know, they've really designed food type of items to taste really good. And they're high sodium, high sugar, high fat, all of that. But back to even almost like with the restrictions is a lot of times I hear dietary restrictions. So people ask me like, well, do you have any dietary restrictions? And I say, no, I don't have any dietary restrictions. Like, what do you, what are you thinking is a restriction? Because some people think, well, you, you don't eat gluten or you don't eat dairy or you don't have certain foods. And I'm like, that's not a restriction. That's a choice. And that my choice is not to restrict the amount of amazing nutrients coming into my body. I want to have all those fruits. I want to have those vegetables, those nuts and seeds and whatever else it is. That's mostly plant for, you know, plant forward as much as possible. I'm not restricting anything. I'm actually allowing my body to absorb and welcome in all of those nutrients and those colors and everything. When I start to restrict anything in my diet is when I start to put in anything that's high, again, high refined carb, high refined sugar, anything that's going to be very processed. And that's when you start to restrict nutrients into your body. And then our bodies tend to break down. And so that I I think that whole conversation around like restrictive type of eating is more of when you're restricting the amount of nutrients that you get in your body. So having fruits and veggies and all of that beautiful stuff is not restrictive at all. It's just that a lot of times people's palates have shifted a little bit because of what they've eaten, maybe growing up or for such a long time that they really need that super high sugar, that super high, or they think they need yeah, we get that it. super high. Well, we get addicted. Yeah. I remember, right, that, right. you know, I would, I would not consider myself an expert in this arena, but I would say that, you know, I'll never forget years ago when I first started in coaching, the first mindset work that I did was on my health and wellness. And it, it's very interesting. And over the years, you just see, you know, I've, I've experienced, it always comes back down to what is my perspective on what mm-hmm. I'm putting into my body. And the second it comes to I'm sacrificing something that's fun in order to get to a goal, that for me is like the kiss of death because then my inner rebel kicks in and I want to say, I'm going to eat pizza because I love it, you know, and it's, and it sounds funny, but it's like that perspective switch, understanding that. I'm not restricting myself or saying I'm never going to eat pizza. I'm never going to eat some of these foods again, but I want to pull out what you said about plant forward, right? Having more like looking at it like an opportunity, having more of an opportunity to eat some of these amazing different nutrients and then almost like an experiment, be able to see how does our body feel? Because you might realize, like I did all those years ago, that it really is a gift that you're giving yourself. It's not, it's like, it's not a, it's not a, it's, you know, we we just look at it the opposite way. And I, I think that creating that mindset, I think is so important. You make a good point, really, when it when you talk about it being a gift, truly, because our health is a gift and how we feel 
does make such a difference. And if we're feeling lethargic and full of frustration and anxious and all of that, I mean, a lot of that has to do with our food, what we're putting in our bodies, because it's such energy and whether it could be, um, I don't like to say good or bad. I like to say productive or unproductive for your body. So is it productive for your body or is it unproductive? So, I mean, if we're having a lot of you know, things that are, excuse me, more processed and everything that's going to be probably more unproductive for the body because the body's not able to like my body wouldn't be able to function as well. And we have to look at it more as well, what is truly productive for me and whether it's, you know, yeah, plant forward because plants just are so amazing for the body. We need them. I mean, they assimilate well in our bodies. Um, and that's just, that's just the way our bodies are designed to eat the things that grow from the ground up. And I like to say what God gave us outside is all these amazing herbs and spices and, and fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds, a lot of these plants and that's, you know, plant forward. But I truly believe too, yeah, you body, we want to be energized. We want to put all of those micronutrients and phytonutrients into the body so that it we can not be lethargic and not be anxious. And not to say that food is everything, it's not, of course, but it is such a huge piece of our of our health and, and our well-being that if we're putting the right building blocks in, oh my gosh, we could feel so much better. Our minds could be a lot clearer. Like you said, pain goes away. Um, we get relief from so many different things. And it, again, it's just, they're so important and beneficial and they're just, they're fun to eat. Once your body starts to shift too, and the balance in your palate, your body starts to balance and feel different. You taste things differently and then you can taste and you bite into things that are just so amazing. And it's, it's just, they're, it, they provide clarity. I mean, the food is just so different than I shouldn't say different. Maybe it's just, it's so much different than we think. It's not just about the food and the physical food. It's about the energy that it brings into each one of our cells and our, just our DNA and everything, because there's such a DNA, the DNA in that food. And I could be super deep into this, but you know, it's like the DNA in the food, the way it's made, builds us and builds our DNA and helps us with our, our bodies and not feel certain ways. So to your point, it's almost like, yes, it's the way we look. We tend to look at that number one, but it's not really about the way we look. It's about the way we feel. And a lot of times it, for many of us, it's internally, what are we feeling? Because a lot of times, you know, people see, oh, you're thin or you look, you know, your hair is, is nice and luxurious and shiny or something. And you must be fine. You must be healthy. It's like, you don't sometimes know what is going on in someone's body, like joint pain and stomach issues and whatever. And food is such a big piece of that. It can either... Um, be very productive or unproductive and and create so many of those internal issues. So and I think that sometimes we have such a habit of let's go to a doctor and get a pill to alleviate our pain, or let's go to the doctor and get on, you know, uh, some kind of regime and, and, you know, and add more chemicals to our body when all we really need to do is make a few simple adjustments can make all the difference in the world. When, when I say that I am very, very clear that if I eat gluten, I will have joint pain, period. Mm -hmm. You know, I had some, some gluten at my, 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 um, my triplets turned 16 over the last weekend. I had some gluten. I wake up today and I'm like, ah, 
and I'm like, when am I going to learn? <laughs> you know, but it, I know that about my body now. And I think that a lot of people just are kind of blissfully unaware or not blissfully unaware, if you know what I mean. Like they're really walking around, not having a lot of energy. They're in pain. They're and, 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 and they haven't tried to really make an adjustment to the way that they eat to see if that will really make a difference for them in their energy, in their pain management, in their, in their, um, I'm going to even say clarity because there's a mental clarity that happens as well. When you eat and feed yourself such amazing nutrients, you just know what to do. Things take you less time. I mean, and there's just so many benefits to it that I believe yeah. if people looked at some of the beautiful plates that they could put together and, you know, and some of the options that were out there, they could choose more plant forwarding. You know what? Yeah, it's, that's true. It's more of a, well, what, and that's why I like to look at it as like a culinary art because a culinary is an art. I mean, when you, mm-hmm. we get our degree, when I got my degree in culinary, it's culinary art. It's not, and that doesn't mean everybody has to decorate their plate and create all these fancy things. That's not what I'm saying, but it's just to, when we, when we graduate, it's a culinary art. It is an art and it is beautiful. And it should, that's, it's not, it, it's a lot of us that, you know, go through that training to put it on the plate to look really nice, but it's also just, that's the way it is. Like there's so many beautiful, vibrant colored foods out there. It's not that they have to decorate their plate the way a chef would. It's more of a, you know, there's so many beautiful foods out there already. If you just eat them in any form or fashion, you know, all the beautiful colors of the reds and the, and really of the rainbow, the reds and the yellows and all of this, it's, it is beautiful. And then we take it, you know, as a chef, you know, I take it and I, I do a little bit more to it, right. I enhance it even a little bit more on the plate. So it is supposed to be pretty and, you know, it can be, you know, it's presentation and everything, but just on their own, they're, they're beautiful. What do you say to the person who goes, but I don't eat like a rabbit. I I need to be full. Like this will never fill me up. What I think would there's be some, some options. What would be some good options for some heartier dishes or, you know, or how do you address that with people? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a misconception when it comes down to it, that we won't be full because I know plenty of people who eat plant forward or just plant-based and who are very full. And it's number one, you're probably starving yourself. <laughs> and, and, and I say that only, and I'm not saying that you're trying to, it's more of a well, if we're eating a lot of, we'll just say maybe um, processed and packaged foods, there's a lot, they're devoid of a lot of nutrients. So really we're already kind of quote unquote, starving ourselves of nutrition. So, but when it comes to eating a lot of plant foods and thinking that you're going to yeah eat like a rabbit or not be full, that is probably because you're not eating enough. And that's the key. It's really more of eat, making sure you're getting enough of the, the calories in, but it's more of the quality of the food than it is the quantity of the food. So if you're eating high quality food and you're eating enough and a lot of it, your body will assimilate that and it will balance and it will feel your body will be nourished and it will be full. It won't be that full. Like I got to roll me out of there after having like a major, you know, prime rib and you know, potato and you know, heavy on dairy and everything, you know, type of dinner, but it will be nicely satiated. So I know that there is that misconception 
when it comes down to it, number one, I like to focus, like I said, how much are you eating? If you're just feeling like you need, you're eating carrots and celery with your dip, like maybe that's just not enough for you. Maybe you need to add in multiple um, <clears throat> types of veggies and what type of, you know, dips are you eating? What other types of things are you having? What are you having a lot of water? You know, what are you having? Because we want to make sure we are satiated. We're nice and full that we are getting our calories in as well. But I would say there are a lot of foods that can really satiate you such as, I mean, potatoes and sweet potatoes and, um, you know, butternut squash and mushrooms and lots of things, as long as you're just getting an array of fruits and veggies in and eating enough of it, you'll be full. That's not going to be an issue. And I have, it's because I live it. I live it. It's not that I'm just saying this and I know because when we're making foods, it's just put an array of fruits in there, put an array of veggies. And if it's, if you're not full, you know, nuts and seeds, things like that. So it's incorporating legumes and beans and lentils, all of that. So really we're not going to be hungry as long as we are putting the right building blocks in our bodies and that we're making enough of it. So not just having a couple pieces of lettuce and you're that's where I hear a lot of people when I'm coaching them too with clients is they're restricting. They're finding that they're restricting themselves and they're like, well, I had a salad and my gosh, I was so hungry after I'm like, well, how big was your salad? Oh, it was like a cereal bowl or something. I'm like, well, (laughs) you probably need a larger bowl of that. Well, I have to watch my portion sizes. I'm like, well, if you're, if it's, if it's not a quality food, yeah, you have to watch your watch your portion sizes. But if it's high quality food, fruits, veggies, like I mentioned, plants, add it, add it in, throw it in there, whatever it might be till you're feeling full, not like you're feeling disgusting full. It's your, are you feeling satiated? And um, that's, that's really the key. So I think it's more about what are you having? One of the things that I used to love too, is to, I still love today is to add in hummus. You know, mm-hmm. like to add in a really good organic hummus into my salads, you know, and to add in, um, you know, I always, of course, love to add an avocado, you know. So if you add in some hummus and some avocado, those two things, you don't need a lot of them. They they fill you up really nicely. And I think that the the taste and the flavors that can be created are so amazing um, and I think that people, the way we think we need to be full is nothing more than a habit. Like we do not have to walk around feeling bloated in order to go, oh, I had a good, delicious meal. <laughs> it's like, no, right. you just put a brick in your stomach, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, that, and I have to share that with myself too, because the ingredients are so important. I don't eat a lot, but what I do eat, if I'm not eating the right things, I will pack on pounds. I will not feel good. My joints will ache. I will be fatigued. And I eat probably better than I would say most, you know, just with my habits. So even just, you know, to be able to give yourself that gift, I think is, is really important. Well, you make a good point too, absolutely, about packing on the pounds or just, you know, people feeling bloated and really getting inflamed. And that's the thing is when things are devoid of nutrients, 
then yes, we're going to be adding because they're, they're, I shouldn't say like they're empty calories, but they're calories that are just not productive for the body so that they're just going to take up space in the body even more as opposed to things that will be productive. And that is typically going to be your plant forward type of meal. So you're having, you know, mostly plants in your, in your lifestyle. And those types of things are not, they're not devoid of nutrients. They are full, full of nutrients. And that's the key when they're full of nutrients and you're feeling nice and full and satiated. You're not worried about packing on packing in those things that are really highly processed and devoid of the nutrients. And then we're starting to see the body hold on to them and not really know what to do with them because they're not necessarily food, like are the best food sources. So yeah, you, you make a really good point there. Well, I am thrilled. I could talk to you forever. I really could about this topic. I find it so interesting. And I I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about what can happen about doing one of your cleanses, because I know that you also run some cleanses. And I think I would love my listeners to hear from you what they are and what some of the benefits are of doing a cleanse. And then when I post this online, I would love to be able to get a link to how they are going to get in contact with you. Because I think that there's so many benefits to even just start. So where do I start? Well, you could get a feeling about what, you know, being more plant forward could do for you if you gave yourself the gift of a cleanse and be able to see for a first time, do a personal experiment to be able to give it a whirl. So, yeah, I I like the personal experiment. You said that, and it, it truly, it truly is a gift to us because it's, I look at it as an experience too. It's a cleanse experience. It's not supposed to be like this dull drum, like, oh gosh, I have to do this or whatever, but it's so, it, they're fun. They're group. They're, I do them in a group too, because we are accountable. I, it's nice for support, but it is an experience and it's a short experience. So just so you know, with their seven day cleanses, and so I really focus on plant forward and I, I focus on removing foods that can contribute to inflammation in the body. And the big ones are refined sugar, gluten, dairy, eggs, corn, soy, and um, animal protein. And I'm not saying that you can't eat those ever again. It's just more so let's give the body a break for a good seven days. And I do remove caffeine. So coffee is not part of it either. I know that everyone is like, oh, I'm out. Um, <laughs> but it's just really to give your body a break so that you can nourish it with a lot of plants and a lot of nutrients. Maybe what it might, maybe what your body might be missing is you know, might be those nutrients. And so that's why I do that with the cleanses. So seven day cleanse is a gentle cleanse. It's whole real food cleanse. It's not powders or shakes or supplements or anything like that. It's whole real food. As a chef, I want to ensure that you are eating food that tastes good. And that also is filling for your body. So there, that's why Can I, I just interrupt seven- for one sec. Cause I, there is something that I want to make sure we, 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 share with our listeners just because it says plant-based in the grocery store it does not mean it's good for you <laughs> it could be right. way worse 
we're talking about, and Annette is talking about, real ingredients that grow from the earth and aren't processed. So it would be a vegetable or a fruit or a nut or a, you know, not a, you know, vanilla flavored plant-based smoothie with mocha chino frappalella or whatever. That's right. not healthy. <laughs> Sorry, right. go on. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. That's exactly where I'm at too, is like just the whole real food that grows from outside the ground up from in nature. And yes, there are certain cookies out there and certain things that are considered plant-based or they can be considered vegan, if you will, or whatever gluten whatever it might be, that they are not real food. And that's the case I stay away from. I'm like, you know, it's it's got to be whole real food. So that's what I focus on in the cleanses also is taking out a lot of those foods that can contribute to inflammation and adding in a lot of amazing and beautiful foods that we sometimes don't even think to eat and in certain ways, which is nice, like these meals, a lot of times that's what I hear from people is like, I never would have thought to put that with this. And these, I never had that particular vegetable before, or I've never even heard of that particular condiment that is really fairly, you know, pretty clean. So that's what I like to do and put those together so that everyone can get, have a really great experience. Yes, it takes a little time because our health takes effort and it takes time. So to prepare some of these meals, but you're already preparing meals. So why not shift them and make them foods that your body's really going to be nourished with? So the seven day cleanses are basically just a jump start for people to say, hey, I want to start to take back, uh, take ownership um, of my own health and take that back into my own hands. How do I do that? I've got chronic inflammation. I have low energy, I have digestive issues, and the list goes on and on. So with all of that, I like to focus on those main points and focus on how to work on healing the body slowly. It's going to, this is a nice like platform or um, springboard into more ways to start healing the body and healing your body. But this is a good way to kind of get an idea of how to start. So, <clears throat> but I do offer the seven day cleanses where I, you get my support. So my coaching, I do provide the meal plan. So, or the meal guide so that, you know, you have all the recipes, you have the grocery list, you have a daily protocol, you have a very nice structure so that you don't have, there's takes the guesswork out of a lot of it. And you'll have me basically running the race with you. So it is a gift. It's a gift for yourself to really, to do this and um, bless your body. I like that. Bless your body. Well, and yeah. we are running out of time. So I want, I always ask my client, or excuse me, I always ask two questions that for the Courageous Destiny podcast. And one is, what is the most courageous thing you've ever done? Oh, I think there's a lot, but I think one of the things probably was to leave my corporate job and start my own business. Ooh, that is definitely something I think. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> what is the most courageous thing that you have left to do on your bucket list? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, I would love to just impact the, I, I mean, really 
Oh, there's so many things, but impact the world in, in the sense of like, I, I guess I have to put a number to it. I really haven't put, put a number to it, but I would love to reach. I mean, if it, if I was to put a number like a million people or more, I really want to impact and help people transform their lives and watch the systems, the worldly systems of health care and the food industry truly shift to helping people in their healing process. I want to be part of that. I really want to watch the, the paradigm shift happen with health care or wellness care and whatever that is, um, whatever that looks like. But just so to watch people truly be able to do their missions and be super powerful in them and stand in their truth. And I want to be part of that. I want, I want to be helping people in their transformation. <laughs> and that, I call that a courageous destiny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's very courageous. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on my show today. It has been such an honor to have you. I, I hope we make a good debt into that million people. And I just want, I want to encourage my listeners that if you are considering exploring something different, if you're not feeling really great, if you, you know, if you're walking around with joint pain and you think that, wow, what would it be like if I just gave it a shot? I will have the information on this episode that you can reach out to Annette and inquire about one of her cleanses or even just take a look around her, her Facebook page, her website, and see some of the, the delicious things that she is up to. Annette, thank you so much. And until next time, everybody, live courageously. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you.